Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. Uh, me, Ronan Warfield. Hiya, Ronan. Hiya, Holly. How are you? I sound so full of beans and life, but... Um, <laughs> in reality. I'm actually a little bit... <laughs> I am quite tired. I believe and you had a, a little dose of life with kids this weekend. Yeah. yeah. I was Holly auntie babysitting and, uh, yeah, being... Um, it was, yeah, just family birthdays going on. So it was a whole big uh, event weekend. Mm. Very good. But uh, yeah. Um, Did you have fun? Like traveled up from Galway. What? Did you have fun with the kids? I did. Yeah. It was brilliant. You know, they were they were actually on their best behavior. So oh, very that good. was good. Very good. There was no mad like, um, you know, anything crazy or anything. But uh, it was all good. But it's just still tiring because the you know, the questions and the activity and the playing mm. is non-stop. Yes, it is. So, you know. <laughs> it is the train that never uh, pulls in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's just like there's some reprieve at mm. bed after, you know, bedtime. Well, that's when, that's when the wine kicks out. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then it's up first thing in the morning. So. <laughs> Yeah, you can't even can't enjoy that. Hard on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like the next morning, then it's just like, oh, my head. So, yeah. Mm. How was your weekend? Or, well, uh, you're in. It was a working weekend for me, so not much to yeah. speak of in terms of fun. Um, because work, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I kept. You kept, saying the work quiet. isn't fun? Or... What? You saying that work isn't fun? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes for the question yes, mark because... um, yeah yeah no no yeah, yeah. work was fine uh, no major disasters which is a nice smooth run for me um, yeah but otherwise I've been keeping very quiet this weekend yeah just catching up on my you know any downtime I had I was just watching me programs and stuff I know you don't care but Star Trek Picard is getting very good I'm thoroughly enjoying the second oh yeah. very good yeah that's on um is That's that on Disney? Amazon. Oh, it's on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Much better than the first season for anyone who cares. Picard. Um, yeah. So it's just, is it just like his storyline? It is his storyline, but it involves other characters from the previous TV series. That, um, okay. Yeah. A couple from, uh, a couple of reoccurring, you know, characters pop up from like, um, from the original show, from the next generation, and from the other thing, Voyager as well, and yeah, it's 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 all connected to the previous TV series that have gone on. Like, it's very good. Yeah. The first season was good; it wasn't great. Like, the second season is better because it's incorporating you know stuff that's really that Star Trek does really well, like parallel universes and time travel and stuff like that. So, but I'm happy. Do you think? Yeah. No, go on. No, no, go on. What do you say? Do you think well? Like, that's so unusual that, uh, you know, a second series, well, I mean, it's not unusual that 
the story can evolve and the series gets better and better. Mm. But like if it's kind of introducing say like a hundred million more budget for like time travel and maybe extra effects. Is that like the Amazon backing, do you reckon? I or actually think that, that just... they had less money this time around because the oh, time okay. travel thing, they travel back to present day, which basically means they cut out all the costs in terms of production design. And they're basically traveling back to 2024, which is, you know, more or less today. Oh, like. Yeah. Just, so, yeah. You know, they oh. automatically cut out all those costs with like, you know, having the design sets and futuristic worlds and all sorts of shit. Like. It's just basically like, there's they shot it in like an office in yeah. Fox or, or you can in clearly see it's just modern day LA like you know where they are so yeah it's, it's like so I think this probably I really COVID. have less to, well probably COVID uh, maybe COVID had a, a, a part to play in that too yeah yeah but um look I'm sure Amazon weren't complaining they they didn't have to give as much money yes so yeah way. but it hasn't affected the storytelling as far as I'm concerned anyway I think it's quite good so oh cool yeah, that's an interesting that's, one. Yeah, I know you have no interest yeah, in that whatsoever. Well, I yeah, yeah, I appreciate you what? just watching that, <laughs> just squirreling that one away. And, You're like looking at me, uh, going, "Is this the woman Obi Wan in it? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Is that one with Baby Yoda? What's going on?" <laughs> so, I did yeah. watch the Mandalorian though. You did, didn't you? Yeah. Well, just the first. Oh, actually, I don't think I finished it. Um, because. That was the time when they were just coming out or sorry, it was the first series and they just drop that in episode per episode, don't they? They don't do a whole block. No, they don't do. Yeah, so, I think the, the it, it definitely seems that outside of Nerf, Netflix, the the preferred way to do it is week by week. Drip. Yeah. yeah drip week so by week. the yeah, I think I watched like about three or four episodes of the first Mandalorian and then I stopped I just didn't I'm I just didn't get uh back into it mm. so um but like I still appreciate you know um baby Yoda and stuff yes of course because baby Yoda <laughs> and he's awesome baby Yoda <laughs> very good um very good cool well will we get into our movies we shall or our tv shows let's do it um Cooley. So my choices were The Vast of Night mm-hmm. or The Age of Adeline. Yes. Both on Amazon Prime. And I went for The Age of Adeline. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So um, so if you're not aware of the story, um, it is made in 2015. Um, it's classed as a, a romantic fantasy Uh which is kind of like a new take, I guess, on yeah, yeah. typical rom-com call it that, yeah. or yeah. romantic drama. <clears throat> um, it's not too fantasy, to be fair. It's It has a, a sort of a, well, I'll just explain. Mm. So directed by Lee Tollin Krieger and written by Jay Mills, Go- uh, Goodlow and Salvador uh, Pasquitz. So it stars Blake Lively. She is Adeline. And basically, uh, yeah, so she's Adeline Bowman and we first meet her. She's um, she's dressed in like present day dress, but she bits about her. It's like are kind of vintage. So her hairstyle is a little bit kind of 30s style. And uh, so it kind of hints at the 
what the story's going to be. Um, she's purchasing some fake IDs from this young kind of hacker guy. Uh, and he's kind of like questioning why is this sort of, you know, late 20s, mid to late 20s woman, uh, you know, purchasing this whole other identification. Um, but there's a narration then that kicks off and basically explains Adeline Bowman uh, was actually born in 1908. And when, uh, so she had a baby and a husband and then her husband died. And then she had a car crash in 1937. And when she crashed the car she went into the river and this isn't like spoiler this is like no this is all set up in the first 10 minutes even yeah so when she crashed into the river um she essentially died uh in the river and then um this kind of electrical surge caused by a comet uh hurtling towards earth created this kind of uh this kind of electro current thing in the water and so it kind of actually it revived her but not only did it bring her back to life it also kind of suspended her uh human body uh in this kind of time vacuum so she is always aged 29 years old Mm. because that's what she was at the time herself so aging basically yeah exactly um so she kind of makes peace with her daughter and sort of says like this is like she's kind of pulled or she you can see her and her daughter uh at a in a shop and her her daughter basically looks the same age and even a sort of an older neighbor looks at the two of them and says oh my god like how are you the exact same like she obviously recognized her from a few years previous and um like she was questioning her daughter looking exactly the same age and mm. she just kind of hurries her away and says bye um then also yeah so basically she uh she says to her daughter like she's going to go she's going to leave uh because some FBI guys tried to uh hunt Adeline down and basically probably treat her like a lab rat and do some experiments on her and all the rest of it. So she didn't want that, obviously. And so she kind of made peace with her daughter that she was going to kind of go away from her. She was going to change her identity every 10 years and move to a different area so that no one could suspect her not aging or question her uh, how, you know, she hasn't aged in that time. So. then one random New Year's Eve, she goes to a party. Uh, her friend is blind, so that kind of suits her very well because she can't physically see the changes of. of this is back uh, in the present day, isn't it? The New Year's Eve party. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sorry. So, um, the stuff with her daughter was when she was like around the same age as her daughter, so around twenties, and then it goes back into present day again, where she was like getting the fake IDs and stuff. And uh, she meets this guy, Ellis, uh, in an elevator at at the New Year's Eve party. And um, 
they hit it off anyway. They go on a few dates and essentially, but she kind of never, she never tries to get into relationships because obviously it has to come to an end at some stage because they'll eventually realize she hasn't aged and they'll eventually age. And obviously that would be heartbreaking, heartbreaking for both. Yeah. So um, anyway, she kind of goes along with this guy, Ellis, and ends up going to his parents 40th anniversary party and there we see we meet Harrison Ford uh, who is his father and uh, his wife um, as well and Harrison Ford and Adeline instantly recognize each other Um, Harrison Ford even calls her Adeline even though she's actually uh, a different alias actually at this stage when she's with Ellis. Mm. Um, but she just says, pans it off and says, oh, that's Adeline's my mother, which would, you know, make sense, obviously, if they look similar. So yeah. um, that that story is a like sort of appeases everyone. The fact that Harrison Ford had met Adeline or, yeah, had met uh, her mother, her mother. Yeah. Um, at med school. Yeah. yeah when they were in college and stuff and it, it sort of makes everyone like all oh, right okay so that's what it is and um but then there's harrison just a few ford things that though. don't hmm. yeah there's a few things that don't add up for harrison ford because uh he sees like there's a scar on her arm uh that he remembers adeline getting in the exact same position as her supposed daughter and he brings up a like he finds an old photograph of uh, Adeline when he, when he was dating her, and it's just like there's something missing here, and he kind of realizes this woman is in fact Adeline, and he's a scientist as well. He was madly in love with her, and then Adeline basically has to figure out uh is she kind of going to jump ship like she always does or is she going to stay so um but so I, I guess yeah I'll leave it there just in case you want to watch it but uh it's a really good interesting well written well acted Harrison Ford and um and uh what to call it uh Blake Lively are are really excellent in these roles mm. i was gonna say it's, it's the best i've seen harrison ford do in terms of acting in years like in drama as you know yeah. it in or whatever like but in this he actually you know he's acting acting so you know it's, it's good to see yeah he still has it like because i mean i think sometimes he can almost be sort of a parody of himself in some mm. in some uh roles uh whereas this was just a total different um kind of straight you know drama drama yeah. uh, for for him and and for like lively too and, this was uh, the first thing i'd ever seen her and i know she's been around for years and she's been in lots of things but i've never actually when i was watching it i realized i hadn't actually seen her in anything ever and she's a good actress like you only know her for being oh. his wife or whatever like so yeah 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 that's what i only knew her for but yeah she this is the first thing i ever watched her in. I've watched another film with her in it and actually I really liked that film as well and I'm going to give it to you uh, soon to watch because cool. I uh, that's just jogged my memory. Very good. Um, 
but yeah I would definitely recommend this I'm really glad you made me watch this because it's just got a nice amount of drama it even has like amazing sets like when they go back and you know the old cars and stuff um oh yeah there's some really amazing touching scenes then when she's actually there with her daughter who's Ellen Burstyn who also should be mentioned Mm. um because Ellen Burstyn in in like in present time yeah there's like scenes with with her being an old lady and she introduces herself as her grandmother um which is her which is wrong because it's her daughter but you know that's just the way uh her sort of scenario uh is is so but it's it's a really interesting watch it's on amazon prime i definitely recommend it yeah very good i'm glad you enjoyed it yeah yeah very good um yeah no it's an interesting watch it's not something i'd normally sit down and watch but i ended up coming across it and i was like oh okay because I don't mind Andy, because yeah. I, I, I like stuff to try and take, you know, take a, a, a sort of a fantasy supernatural thing and try and put a serious twist on it, like, not just make it like, mm. you know, ridiculous and far-fetched and all, but try and ground it in some sort of reality. And then the aliens came down. And, and then the aliens came down, yeah. yeah. Harrison Ford was the alien. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. He rips off his head and <laughs> then it's an alien. Um, Scooby-Doo style. But yeah. Like, exactly. Like, this is a very, it's sort of very subtle fantasy where it could happen. And, you know, where it, well, not really. Not not that it couldn't happen, but if it did happen, this is how it would happen, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's more of a realistic look at something like that, actually, like if someone was. I agree. That happened. Very good. Now, I uh, can't remember yours, but... Uh, I can't remember my other choice. Vad but... vegan. Yes, I went for vad vad vegan in the end. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, I can't remember what the other choice was. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So bad vegan. Uh, it comes to us from Netflix. It's another Netflix documentary series, uh, four parter. Um, I'm just gonna bring up the details here now, so I get all the names right. Um, oh sugar, hang on a second. Ah, oh, there we go. So, uh, yeah, it's basically the true life story of uh, Sarma Melingalis. So, uh, in the mid-2000s, I think it is, um, she uh, sets up a her and her then boyfriend, who is a, is a very accomplished chef. Uh, they both set up uh, a vegan restaurant in Manhattan. Um, and essentially it, it, it goes to the roof in terms of its popularity because this is when veganism wasn't the, you know, the, 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 the very popular thing it is today. Like this was when it was sort of a, a very, uh, a very new trend. New. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, so she starts, so this restaurant basically takes off It starts attracting all sorts of, uh, celebrity uh, diners and uh, she, it's hinted at that she had a, a friendship and maybe possibly more with Alec Baldwin uh, that was playing out on Twitter and this is back again when Twitter was sort of a brand new thing as well so um, so essentially she becomes she becomes the face and the uh, and the, the, the backbone of this restaurant um, and it gets pop, more popular more popular and um people who go there love it and all sorts excuse me and then um her and the boyfriend chef break up and the financier of the restaurant 
decides that he is going to buy out the chef and transfer everything over to Sarma, as she will be the owner and runner of this restaurant. So uh, things go from strength to strength with the restaurant anyway. It doesn't hurt sales. It's very popular. And yeah. It um it ends up becoming one of the 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 biggest restaurants in town, uh so much so that she starts up a, is it a vegan shop or supermarket? Yeah, it's like a called? little kind of it's like a a sort of a takeaway juice. Uh, What's it called again? The duck the or something? Restaurant. What is it? What's it called? The duck or something? Is it the? Oh yeah. Uh, I can't yeah, remember the name of it. The... Is it the fat duck or not? Maybe the, not the lonely duck the or the single duck or something? Or <laughs> I don't know. Something she ends up having a, a tattoo on her arm of a duck. Yeah, isn't it a duck? Yeah, yeah, and that yes. becomes significant later on in the story. But um, essentially, so uh, yeah, things are going good, good, good. But uh, she, the, the restaurant, I think she overextends herself with the with the secondary business because it ends up getting into debt. Um, mm. and then she comes across this guy. Uh, what's his name? Oh, it's a real dickhead name. Yeah, it's, it sounds made up anyway. It does because so, let's call him uh just a boyfriend. So the boyfriend. So his name is Anthony Strangers. That's his oh, real name, yeah, but he was, was the whore Shane Fox. So initially, it started off as yeah. a friendship over uh, what was it? Words or friends? Um, oh, yeah, it started the, off uh, on game. that, and then it grew into something more. And uh, before they knew it, uh, they were in a relationship. Now, at the start, she's kind of she says that it's it's done seemingly with her complete um, participation. She is recounting all of this herself through all four episodes. There's yeah. no presence of this guy Anthony Strangers, um, and every other person who's involved in the situation is also talking for themselves. They're all doing their own talking heads. Um, yeah, there's a lot of ex like. Of employees, a lot of ex employees, yeah. Um, from wait staff to kitchen staff, yeah. And then yeah they her... all have their own view of what actually happens. So, uh, yeah, basically, um, this guy, Anthony Strange, just presents himself as this very well to do, uh, sort of, um, uh, very, uh, very, uh, well off person, but also someone who's involved in uh, black ops for the government stuff that he can't talk yeah. about. He'll disappear for weeks at a time saying, I can't talk about it. Secret government operation shit. Working yeah. for the CIA, all sorts of crap. Stuff that should have been a huge red flag for anyone else. But uh, looking back at it now, I think all your woman saw was the dollar signs that I, he supposedly had. Um, and in, in, in doing so, basically when they do get married, she more or less says it was because there was a promise of him helping her out with her debts and stuff. That more or less, what yeah, she says. yeah, yeah, so essentially she's um, definitely the fine, yeah, definitely there was a financial kind of like, but he was taking her money, yeah, like so he was this asking is where, yeah, her, I was gonna get to that. yeah, 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 Sorry. so he, he essentially says, um, that he uh, he makes it out that he needs to get money from her that she'll get back, you know, tenfold, uh, tenfold, uh, later on down the line, um which at first starts off with small amounts, relatively speaking, but ends up becoming a lot, lot more. Um, at the same time, she's talking to this guy who is uh, supposedly in control of all of uh, your man's oh, bank yeah. accounts. Um, so she's back and forth with him via email. And 
he also with all of her of, passwords and and account details yeah, for all so of her. He's basically stuff. handling all the money coming out, and and I, I think at some point she does get some money back, which basically reinforces what's happening here uh, for yeah. her anyway. Um, but at the same time, it starts becoming clear that uh, uh, he's he's kind of um, he's getting this money off for for uh, this sort of he's 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 paying this deity to bestow on them some sort of immortality. Is that how it basically found yeah, it? Yeah. It it really it goes it, into... it very subtly starts off with like, oh, I need this money because the people who are watching us need to know that you're serious about what's coming next. This kind of shit, and what's coming next is apparently if they, I know it's so it's, it's so, so like fucked up like yeah it's so weird highfalutin this kind yeah. of random other these other people he, yeah he kept talking about they money. and them and these other people they're watching us you need to be you need to be shown to you know say that you're committed so give me this money and they'll know that you're committed because you know the money's yeah. not going anywhere have it all stored you know if you want it back that'll be the end of us but you can have it back this kind of shit basically just trying to guilt trip her into giving money and not looking for it back so it's so weird the way it plays out. It's done really, really slowly. Uh, it's quite like a, a real mental torture sort of thing. But at the yeah, same time, yeah, and that's how these guys kind of do it, isn't it? It's yeah. like they take little bits slowly, like routinely over yeah. time. And the reasons and, become yeah. more and more ridiculous. Um, and this, of course, uh, starts off red flags for everyone around her in her life, uh, including her financier uh, of the restaurant. Um, who has been since bought out I think at this point um, mm. but he became a friend to her essentially so he's worried that this is this is not right um, all the staff who work there this partnership yeah this partnership isn't right the, 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 the staff of the restaurant they see this guy coming in and barking orders like he owns the place um, uh, talking about how he's going to buy this place out blah 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 all this kind of mad shit the guy is off his nut he's out of his mind like he has such delusions of grandeur and not even delusion of grandeur, like outright, like lies of grandeur, like you know. Um, yeah. I don't know how it got as far as it did, but it did. So anyway, and, um, and she so she was basically transferring like, all this money. What was I sorry, Mom? Sorry, I was gonna say like he. We're not saying this. Uh, if you haven't seen it, we're not saying this from her point of view. It's uh they recorded a lot of their phone conversations. Oh, yeah, I was going to so, say as well. She oh, she yeah. had the impetus to record a lot of the phone calls and you can hear basically... So the paranoia is just there on both sides. Yeah. Like if you yeah. have to record your fo- your phone conversations with your husband or your mm. wife, this is like it, unless you're going through a kind of a divorce or yeah. something like yeah. mad legal like that, like it, when you're just doing that, when you're... There's just something really weird and paranoid about all of that. Um, so she's at the same time she is siphoning money from the business to give to him for all these mad reasons um, she is obviously mentally extremely vulnerable and becoming more and more reliant on this promise of immortality and a better life um, and it becomes a thing where it's a reinforcing a self-reinforcing delusion where she obviously can't go back at it now because if she does then she has to own up to the fact that she's been giving him all this money for very stupid reasons. So she doubles down in her own head, it seems, on the whole premise um, mm. and keeps going and convinces herself that this is the right course of action, uh, which, of course, it isn't. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much 
as much as I can say without going into the how it comes to a head and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 in two minds about this one. It's not a bad documentary. Well, it's like with all Netflix documentaries, it could be an episode shorter. They do drag it out a tiny bit. Yeah, I think three definitely. episodes would have been plenty, and they could have made it a nice tight three episodes. All right, but um, yeah, I'm kind of in two minds about it because, like I said, it's not a bad documentary series. Um, it's I definitely think she's holding back some of her stuff. Yes. Um, I think that she was more involved than she's letting on. She wasn't this vulnerable, you know, you know, this vulnerable, innocent little pixie girl who was led astray by this very evil man. The guy's a lunatic, but I think that she was more in on it than she's saying. Definitely. Um, yeah. In my opinion. I mean, I, I think she's definitely I... holding back some details where she may have been more party to it than she was letting on um what do you yeah think? i mean I, I i totally agree and i totally agree with the structure as well netflix sometimes netflix documentaries are just like could definitely do with chop like editing but that goes i think even for their drama as well sometimes mm. um but the yeah she definitely does come across as like so i i do honestly think at the very beginning uh she had been through a very public and kind of you know with her business and the breakup of her like her romantic partner as well as mm. business partner yeah uh kind of left her devastated and then obviously she got this attention and this affection from this guy and um i think at the beginning she kind of totally fell for him and that was real and you could kind of understand that yeah and then um and pr- probably you know, very sort of naively gave this guy money. Um, but then it came, yeah, I agree. It kind of came to a point where, especially when her very close friends and colleagues were kind of saying like this guy, like there's, you know, something going on. Are you sure like about doing this? Like she, at one stage she goes on holidays with him over to all over Europe um, and then uh, like she basically doesn't pay the workers like she postpones the workers the restaurant workers pay for a month yeah um, and they were like you know relying on this on their wages obviously yeah. for a living and for paying bills and she just kind of and she's posting photographs of herself on Instagram living on Instagram yeah and it's that was really the point where it 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 was well made in the sense that you kind of at the very beginning you're totally for on her side but then lots of questions come into play then Mm. sort of midway through this series like I think there's three episodes or four episodes four episodes um yeah. yeah so like halfway through then a lot of you know sort of cogs start to turn and you question her actual uh sort of the truth on on her side of being totally innocent in this Mm. but I think she doesn't but also in a way she doesn't kind of claim to be super innocent either um but yeah I think she still sort of tries to come across maybe as a totally Total like, victim. As more innocent than him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I kind of feel like there is a bit of both of them in it. Um, but it's definitely, yeah, I think it's like, it's one of those sort of, uh, 
it's one of yeah it's there's a few kind of documentaries like this on netflix that are a bit kind of like they're sort of mini series yeah and um, a lot of them dealing with like think, you know confidence scams and stuff like that at the moment um yeah that, that yeah that 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 other one what was it that we we're talking about tinder swinder the tinder swinder and there's loads there seems to be loads of this seems to be like the theme for netflix this this year yeah but um this one is definitely con- uh, in it in a different kind of vein to the tinder swindler in that yeah it's involving a man tricking money out of a woman but it's not as black and white there's as, a whole as... kind of yeah because there's a whole sort of fraud case then building because yeah. obviously it's involving a business so and it's not just sort of like yeah yeah because at some point so she not... gets re gets reinvestment into the restaurant um to the tune of something like 800 yeah. grand and that money just starts disappearing again you know so at that point yeah. you're thinking all right there's something it's not as plain as just you know him taking money off her it's there's there's something else like so um that's that for yeah. me was the was the was the was the better better aspect of it like that it wasn't just a, a black and white thing that you know she was the innocent victim uh yeah, that's she true. She was definitely a victim. I just think she wasn't as big a victim as she maybe thinks Such or made out. out. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, totally. I recommend this. It's a good watch. Um, despite it being a bit long. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Um, some of the, the, the story the, the storytelling devices kind of annoyed me. Um, the, uh, the guy who I mentioned before, the guy who was the guy's accountant... Or not accountant, yes, but like his, his go-to guy who held was... onto his accounts. That annoyed me. Um, uh, yeah, I, I won't say me. why it annoyed me because, but when you see it, you'll know why it annoyed me. When you, see, yeah, yeah, but he um, was an Irish actor as well, an Irish guy as well, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that annoyed me the way they done that. But um, otherwise, it was compelling enough to keep me going till the end. I normally wouldn't, but I did. I watched the whole thing. Um, so yeah, that was that. I'm glad you made me watch this. Is the moral? Oh, cool. Story. Yeah. Um, there you go. So next week, we were thinking of doing some eighties watch, some eighties watch slash rewatch. Mm, indeed, this is a good uh, idea that you floated because I love me some eighties. So I have t- two choices for you. Oh, um, on. now. I've 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 searched them out, but I still need to find the sources for these. But um, so they're kind of both in the same vein of moving house, right? But so one is house sitter, and one is the burbs. Ah, very good. Okay, house sitter, house sitter. Yeah, that's uh with that's Goldie Steve Martin Han. Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Very good. Very good. And like, I think. We're we're okay if we've seen some of these before because, like, obviously it's the eighties, and yeah, we'll have seen it all. <laughs> we probably will have seen them, but I think it's uh, I like I haven't seen these films in a long time. Yeah. So, do you uh, well, have? I do. Yeah, your two choices for this eighties team are in honor of your weekend gone, uh, adventures and babysitting. Okay, it's on Disney Plus. Uh, and also on Disney Plus, Three Men and a Baby. Ah. Yeah. So. So that's actually exactly like my uh, weekend, except <laughs> there, except it was, it was just one girl and three <laughs> babies. 
Three babies um, in a month. I don't know. <laughs> so there you yeah. go. Nice little team. That's one cool. Are they, sorry, they're both on Disney, aren't they? They're both on Disney, yeah. I need Which to find I, out I, the sources of the Burbs and House Sitter, but I, like, there's we'll very good them, yeah. chance actually they're on Disney as well because uh, I find Disney seem to have lots of those sort of older... Do you know what it is? I only figured this out later on when Disney Plus first came online. So back in the 80s, uh, Disney wanted to start making mainstream movies, um, but they didn't want to put them under the Disney banner because they wanted that for the kids stuff. So they set yeah. up a studio called Touchstone Studios. Oh, Touchstone, yeah. yeah. And they made all those 80s comedies and stuff and all that stuff that we, like, they were huge. They basically made loads of these comedies and stuff. All Three Men and the Baby Adventure. They're all made by Touchstone. But all the while they were Disney. So they are. I didn't realize that. So they very well could be Disney as well. They could. They could. Hmm. Excelente. Indeed. Um, oh, today is uh, Census Day it in is Ireland. Census day. Did you fill in your census form? No, I haven't, but we, uh, I have it, and I'm going to fill it out shortly. Um, but yeah, it's great. Actually, do you know what? If you're if you're absolutely bored out of your mind, um, we have, I think it's the 1911 census or 1912. There's a census around then. I think it was and, yeah. yeah, and that is amazing. If they, you they go digitize search the whole it. thing, haven't they? Yeah. 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 If you search that and put in like your, you can put in a person's name or a surname. And obviously, if you have a very popular surname like Smith or Murphy or O'Brien, it'll be difficult. But, um, you know, if you don't like us, <laughs> it's it's actually very Rare interesting are, to kind yeah. of see. You can see these old distant relations yeah. uh, and see like where they lived and what they did and their, their, you know, kids. It's just such a cool, um, it's such a cool kind of bit of data to have or all that information, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it's great that they took the time to actually digitize that. Um, I know they already finished yes. doing that recently. There was a news article on it. They done that one and the one after the nineteen eleven one, um, or another big one. I don't remember which one it was, but they basically just digitized two very big years, um, and uh, and yeah, they uh, they're a great resource to have. Like now on the yeah, internet, forever, like, I just you know? love I love it because you're you're just sort of like you're. It's like that that TV series, A House Through Time. Do you ever see it? And no. it's like uh, that historian i think he's i think it was bbc obviously it probably was because it's really well made yeah um but yeah this historian guy finds it like goes to an old house and he'll literally go through from getting census information and other records and finds out the inhabitants of that house um and kind of like the time the era you know what they did as a for a living, you know who did they sell on the house? Oh, cool. who, who were the new family? It's just, it's really really good. It's really yeah, interesting. It's interesting stuff. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Just totally nerd out on my history. <laughs> Do you know what word I came across today? Oh yeah, what's that? Statistorian. A statistorian. Mm. Yeah. So it's it's basically a historian. 
for statistics. Um, but then who's involved in this, like, statistics of, uh. you know, data analytics and stuff. So, like, um, someone who would be compiling just historical data, essentially. A stat historian. There's too many S yeah. sounds in there for me now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's it's kind of a mad one, but yeah, I'm into yeah. it. Yeah, you're into it. Census time. I don't, I'm I'm yeah. not gonna get a chance to fill my nettle tomorrow, so sorry, census oh, yeah. people. I'm gonna fill my no, nettle you're, tomorrow. No, it's essentially it's essentially nine till it's supposed to be done, I think nine PM till like seven, but like sure they don't collect them till I think two or three days later. This is a, a friend of mine was like, You have to fill it out in the night. I was like, Why? Because like, they're gonna collect it. I was like, You don't think they're gonna call to your house on Sunday and collect it. Okay. And she was like, Aren't they not? She's like, no, no, they just want everyone to fill them out roughly around the same time so you get an accurate yeah. representation of what the country was like then. But she yes. actually thought they were gonna call to the house with a big armored truck and take her <laughs> take her census form away. <laughs> <laughs> into a lockbox like <laughs> yeah armed guard <laughs> give us your census form, form. <laughs> and then she's just there oh my god um yes i think it's between like 9 p.m and like 7 a.m monday morning or something mm. it's supposed to be done in that time frame of like who's in your house then yeah well i'm sure they'll be uh they'll be okay with me filling this out lunchtime tomorrow yes they would Unless you have a very prompt, uh, oh, there's a word as well for people that give out the census forms. But um, a very well paid job as well, by the way. I think the word is arseholes. The guy who dropped off our census form was an arsehole. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, first of all, we, we live in an apartment block. So obviously, we didn't get a bell downstairs. We just got a, like, a very loud bang on our front door. Like, and we were oh like, my what God. the hell was that? And this is at like seven o'clock in the evening. He frightened the shit out of us because we're obviously like this is someone who's no in one the calls. Building. No one, yeah, like no one would call to your door. Yeah, like not ever, unless it's a neighbor, maybe. Um, well, yeah, but like I mean, that's that's the first thing Lisa was saying. She's like, "Oh my god, one of the neighbors is actually banging on our door. What the hell's happening?" Like, yeah. So the guy like it's like a fire or something thump on the door, and we're thinking the worst. And it's just like he just hands us around. Like, do you want to go easy on the door there, pal? Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I was like. And then he just toddled off after taking the name. I was like, yeah, so the proper name for them is Arsal. <laughs> well, my guy was actually quite nice now, was he? I All have right. to say. Um, it was kind of weird because he did say he lived around the corner. And then <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, so he basically <laughs> will have, like, I know they kind of generally put those I think, you know, you can obviously get sort of near your neighborhood. So you're not kind of going door to door 20 miles away. Right. But uh, it's just kind of weird because now I'm like, he's going to have all the information on. On, uh, on everyone, all his neighbors. Like, on all of his neighbors. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not very it's GDPR weird, compliant now, is it? <laughs> Him- Listen. Uh, GD the GDPR lads. Uh, I don't know which department they fall under, but I think we have a do we our GDPR officer of Ireland is a woman, isn't she? I can't remember what her name is. I didn't even know such a position existed. I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, because she was um, or like she's kind of a data uh protector protection data protection officer. That sounds that sounds familiar. That sounds more familiar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not she's not like it's not 
GDPR per, like GDPR person right. of Ireland. Yeah. That's not the title. No. It's I think that, it's I would, like data protection. That would be awesome if it was a title. What's your job? I'm the <laughs> GDPR person of Ireland. Oh wow. <laughs> Good for you. But yeah, there is someone that like because remember those public services cards that they try they were like, this is illegal. Yeah. Um and yeah. Turns out they were illegal. Still. Very. Yeah. So yeah, there's still there's always like if you go on like gov.ie for anything at all, there's always like put it in your public services number. And uh but I think they your, passed your the public thing service card number. I think like the courts, your card. Yeah, I think the courts have passed the thing there where you can't make you can't you can't deny anyone a public service for not having a public services card. Yeah, okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. so you like, don't have like to like they were looking to instigate a thing where you couldn't get the dole or you know any sort of uh, government benefit without having a public services or a, yeah, whatever they call the card. Uh, okay. And because of the thing about the GDPR, they were like, actually, no, you can't do that. So, yeah, people who have these public services card can still access everything, but you can't deny those services to people who don't have, have the card. card. So. Yeah. Okay. Very so good. There you go. No, there we go. We covered There's our a things. Run down on, on uh, or civic. our civic duty. Yeah. Civic duty is important. It is. Unless it's jury duty. Call. That sucks. So. Did you ever get called for jury duty? I sure did. Did yeah. you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did you tell me this before? I probably did. I didn't go to a case random. I turned up five days in a row and they didn't pick me for anything. So. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I did. Is I it? got that as well. Yeah. I turned up for all the days and then uh they didn't they didn't pick me. No. So and just I actually well. got called a second time then. Oh did you? Yeah. I've been called twice. Um but yeah. But I've never had to do an actual uh in a trial or anything. Mm. I know like initially it sounds exciting when you say, Oh, I got picked for jury duty and you hope you're gonna get some juicy, you know, you know crime kingpin trial or some murder trial or something that's really interesting or compelling but the reality yeah. is it's going to be some you know land dispute by two fat <laughs> arseholes in the middle of nowhere that'll take six months to clear up or something like you know um, yeah or it could be some like dreadful case that scars you for life or something really even... horrible yeah yeah like oh, yeah child trafficking things like oh, for fuck's sake no no yeah yeah no. so that's so it's not a good it's it's not as kind of you know cool and like a uh th- some kind of thriller like movie <laughs> not a John Grisham novel everyone it's yes <laughs> that's what I'm trying to think of. very good uh anyway. yeah well sure um you can get us at why did you podcast at gmail uh why did you podcast at gmail.com yes. that's our email yeah. or on our instagram at why did you podcast and let us know what your opinions are on some of the things have you watched the bad vegan what do you think okay yes um, let us know. yes and uh yeah we will talk to you guys next week hope you have a lovely week Bye. bye, bye.